Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, 80 Milers. You are having an 80 mile a minute conversation with your boy, A Hota. And your gazelle, Nikki Kisser. That's right, that's right, here on Anchor.fm. And if we do sound a little relaxed, don't adjust your radio. We just got out of a great yoga session with Miss Adrian Elizabeth on YouTube, one of our favorites. Salted, what is it? High and salt, salted tribe, something is what they call yeah, it. Yeah, highly, yeah. highly salted tribe. Oh, stretch them legs out. And legs are just my quads and hamstrings and, and calf muscles are thanking me right now. So, right, we should have did this last week when we was all crying and in pain and stuff <laughs> on our leg day. That would have been perfect, right? Right, well, legs on fire. right, you know, and this is all your fault for holding us. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. No, so we're sticking to it, guys. We are sticking to our leg days, and we are doing what we need to do to be able to have leg days on a weekly basis, and that's namely stretch out and relax on days that we don't have leg days. So <laughs> necessary. It's very necessary. Upper body, we used to beating on our upper body, and we used to jogging. Mm-hmm. But what we're not used to doing is our bully juice leg days because this dude is outrageous with it, you know, outrageous with it. And if anybody thinks I'm joking – Try Bully Juice on YouTube, 30 minutes, the 30-minute exercise, butt, calf, and leg, and then holler at me the next day. Right. Let us know what you think. Let me know how you feeling, because we already know what you think at that point, if you made it through the whole video. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, firstly, firstly, we got a special, special, special episode today, Nikki Curry. This is, from my understanding, is going to be our season finale. And if something else comes on after this, then I apologize in advance. We had got an extra topic, and we felt like we need to talk about it. But we were there on the situation, right? (laughs) Right. We would have felt the need to get one more in. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just got to go back and get to a little more. No. Anyway, so. Firstly, I want to go ahead and send a shout out to SheriJones.com for all your latest and greatest fashion. I really need to write this stuff down. This should be a script because this is one of them things where, you know, going off the top, my advertisement changes every single time, right? But anyway, for your, for your latest and greatest fashion apparel, check out SheriJones.com for all your custom made fabric. Come on, y'all. Check it out. Check it out. Woo! Also, also, I want you guys to check out our Baltimore based company we live to and that started by miss mckia brown based out of baltimore city not our baltimore base but you know that's our homie you know go and check her out for all your fitness apparel uh your, your custom design things like your your waist trainers and you know what i'm saying your compression pants we call them girdles and, and you know what i'm saying leggings fellas but we know what it really is so but no, check her out. You can get hats, gloves, all that to work. Check her out at welive2.bigcartel.com. Also, check out my girl Portia based out of Houston for Busy Bee Lever Candles. These are soy-based product candles. Very nice smelling. Get your home smelling right for the fall break and uh, fall holiday, okay? Get it right. Get it going, Okay. Etsy at Busy Believer Candles. Check her out on Instagram at Busy Believer Candles. And then last but not least, I want you to check out one of our longtime listeners and biggest contributors to the to the to 80 Mile a Minute show. 
with uh, Choose Better for You PLLC. That is Mr. A. Maurice Harvey, based out of the one and only Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina, helping people. It's a safe place for for someone to receive help, and essentially, simply put, it is therapy for the culture. That's Choose Better for You LLP LLC at Choose Better the number four the letter U dot com. All right, Nikki Kurt, what we got? That's right. First and foremost, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to Sharice Watkins. Thank you, girl, for coming up with some of the safest, best facial products made around y'all. She really puts her heart and soul into this. She hand makes and um, she she makes sure that she tests every product on herself, y'all, not on animals. She went ahead and got organic approved, y'all. She is official. Go ahead and check out her products. They're called WS Natural Products, y'all. And you can get that at www.wsnaturalproducts.com. Also, I want you guys to check out Prodigy Hair and Lashes by Angel. Prodigy Mm. Hair and Lashes by Angel. You can find her on Instagram at prodigylashes20. Y'all, she hooked my kids' hair up for back to school, let me tell you. Hook let me up, tell you honey. Up. She really did a good job on their hair. They were happy. They were satisfied. They said their head wasn't hurting after, and they asked, could they go back, y'all? I'll pray for your nieces, and, uh, you know, if you want to send us some money so they can get them heads did, <laughs> feel free, you know? Oh um, <laughs> and lastly, I want you guys to go ahead and check out Painted Pretty Nails on Instagram. That's right. That's Painted Pretty Nails on Instagram, y'all. She will get your nails right. She is a local nail tech in the 336 area, y'all. All these ladies got their local small businesses in the 336 area, y'all. So check them out on Instagram, Facebook. Go ahead and shout out and um, get you scheduled an appointment so you can not only feel right mind and body, but you can also look right. All right, all right, and like she said earlier, she alluded to it, but she didn't really go forward and really just drop it on you. But if you guys want to donate to the show so that we can keep our program running, you can definitely do so by donating to dollar sign JKJONES1020 and dollar sign, I said and, right? Yeah, and dollar sign NICCIKURT. That's Miss Nikki Kurt. So I don't want to do an and or. You can donate to me and her indiscriminately. We'll take both donations. We appreciate them both. So you definitely do so. And Miss Nikki Kurt, uh, one more thing. Let them know how they can reach out to us specifically. Specifically, if you guys want to reach out to us, you can, of course, reach out to us here on the Acre app at the at 80 Mile a Minute Show. But y'all, check us out. We also have a Facebook and Instagram page at the 80 Mile a Minute Show. And you can also email us on Gmail at 80 Mile a Minute Show at gmail.com. Perfect, perfect. So, like I said before, we got a really big show right for our for our season finale mm-hmm. and just keeping in with the theme of mental health and, and things of that nature um for this season specifically would you be so kind as to bless us all with today's topic of the day yes i would be so kind as to bless you guys with the topic of the day the topic is health needed help found 
help needed, help found. Y'all see this for like, we've got what, 10, 15, 11, 12, 12 episodes this season so far. And guess what? Nikki What's Kay up? Only botched maybe two or three of these topics, <laughs> y'all. Let's give a, let's, let's shout out her. You know, give her a round of applause for that. You know what I'm saying? You talk about growth before your very eyes. You know, <laughs> I'm so exactly. proud of how long she has come with her forgetful self. But no, we really game plan for this episode and hopefully guys it's as special as what we try to put something together for. So um we have keep in mind that mental health is serious. It is it's one of those things that people like to take for granted, especially people in our communities, people that are minorities. In general, people like to take it for granted until it's too late, right? Until it's like you get to that point where it's like, all right, you need to see somebody. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, for some people, that may be just a tad bit too late. So what we wanted to do specifically with this episode is we wanted to bring on some people that are professionals within the mental health field and have a conversation based on that. So this is probably one of the first times we announced that we're going to really have guests. So hopefully... You know, we're able to get at least one of them on. I would love to believe that we're going to get both of them on. But, you know, we want to talk to some professionals to round out our season of mental health awareness, you know, holistic holistic living awareness and so forth and so on. How you feel about that, Miss Mickey Kurt? I'm feeling pretty good about it. You know, it's always good when we can have an open discussion about uh, mental health. You know about what's going on in our community and helping others with their well-being so i i think it's going to be a good episode correct correct so look check this out y'all or should we say shotgunners check this out shotgunners <laughs> so when we come back we're going to have a couple of guests on and we'll be able to uh i guess expound a little bit deeper into to what's going on with mental health okay that sound good Nikki kurt sounds like a good idea to me Perfect, perfect. Guys, you're having an 80 mile a minute conversation with your boy A. Hosa. And your girl, Nikki Cole. That's right here on Anchor.fm. Cherie Jones LLC is a black owned business. And with that, I do quite a few things as far as print production for t-shirts, alterations, custom garments are are what I'm really known for, uh, and um, flat pattern technical design. And this summer I'll be hosting a So Be It program from June 29th to August 21st for girls ages eight to 13. It's a developmental program, um, not just a sewing program. So they'll learn all types of skills that they can tap into to use right then and there for this upcoming school year, how to, you know, talk to the parents and just communicate with their parents. So that's that. I can be found on Facebook, Sheree Jones, LLC. And that's Sheree, S-H-E-R-I-E, Jones. Um, On Instagram, same thing, Sheree Jones underscore. And the website, www.sheriejones.com. Cash app, dollar sign, Sheree C. Jones. In these unprecedented moments, whether it be through trauma or isolation, when times are stressful and you feel like you need a listening ear, a clear direction 
Therapy is a superb alternative to the potentially negative habits people sometimes turn to. There's Shoes Better For You PLLC. Shoes Better For You provides mental health services for individuals, couples, and families. Shoes Better For You is a minority-owned private practice located in East Charlotte at 3126 Milton Road, Suite 232, at a cross-section of W.T. Harris, Sharon Amity, and Milton Road on the second floor above ETLR. They're currently accepting new clients servicing North and South Carolina residents, processing EAP benefits, private insurance, and self-pay. Check out Shoes Better For You at www.shoesbetter4theletteru.com or call their appointment line at 704-930-0680. You can also inquire by email at choosebetter4theletteru at gmail.com. Choose Better For You PLLC because when you know better, you do better, but only if you choose better. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, 80 Milers. We still playing with this this nickname for, for you know, the camp folk that follow us. So we we, we have some people on the line, Miss Nikki Kirk. But before we go ahead and get into it, you know, I'm excited. I, I need to tell y'all that you're having an 80 Mile a Minute conversation with your boy, A. Hota. And your good girl, Nikki Kirk. See, all that, all that extra. Anyway. <laughs> Let me shine. Uh, I suppose, I suppose. But uh, as you guys have already been informed, the, the title of today's topic is Help Needed, Help Found. Just keeping in line with our mental health awareness season and uh, just trying to make sure that people are able to have an understanding for the most part that mental health is real. And, and mental health awareness, especially within oneself, is also real. It's, it's people's reality day to day. You know, but um, I want to I want to take some time to introduce ladies first because that's how I was raised. Um, we have somebody that that is not only a one-time caller, she's a two-time caller. You know, what I'm saying y'all this may remember her. This is the third time, right? Thrice, right? Thrice. Uh, y'all y'all may remember her from first season. I believe it was either episode seven or episode. I think it was episode seven. She came on. She gave a little bit of insight in regards to, you know, uh, social work as well as a little bit about mental health and the reality of it. And, you know, kids rearing and all that. And then she came back on with her husband, Mr. Nate, to discuss some things about naming children you know what i'm saying and we had to have him back on with her because she well he felt like he was underrepresented on his side which i agree with <laughs> and i was i was grossly so outnumbered he was uh picking on you is that what you Not, said you know, to words of my mom. Don't do that, <laughs> what i'm saying i said what i said you know i felt like i was grossly outnumbered and you know i was basically punching uphill so you know it is what it is you know <laughs> But he came on and helped balance the entire situation. And they've since had a very handsome little young man that just turned one recently. You know, shout out to the baby boy. Um, I'm not sure how many years that she has in the game with uh, mental health. And when I say game, I'm being facetious. It's not a game. You know, but um, 
that's how my wife knows her is through that field. Ladies and gentlemen, I want y'all to put your hands together, bring a warm welcome to Miss Maria Cook. <laughs> yes, thank you for having me again. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Um, and then also on the line, not to not to be outshined or outdone, you know, or anything like that, but to balance the panel, you know, because we got a panel today, y'all, you know what I'm saying? But to balance out the panel, we have a new friend of mine, actually. Um, he is somebody that I met through somebody that I met, if that makes any sense. And come to find out, this is a really good supporter, long-time listener of the 80 mile a minute show and also he was one of the people believe it or not that was giving the suggestions on you know some of the names that we can call the people that follow us even though I don't agree with any of them names that he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> especially especially not the hotel pack you know what I'm saying <laughs> not, I'm not even I'm not entertaining that at all then the he had a rack Kizark crew I'm just saying yeah I like the Kizark crew I was for that one <laughs> probably would be but what i'm saying is um he's he's a specialist in the mental health field based out of charlotte y'all may recognize some of the uh advertisements that i've been given as far as choose better for you plc i gotta remember that p on there you know um but ladies and gentlemen also an uh, author as well i, I do want to say that double author as far as i know correct but, um Correct, right? Correct. Oh, <laughs> oh, um, um, guys, put your put your hands together. Give a warm welcome to Mr. A. Maurice Harvey. Woo! I didn't know. I didn't know whether to say Doctor Harvey, but I don't. I wasn't sure, so I left that so, off. People been speaking that over my life since I was a kid, and I review. <laughs> I review. What you and let's lessons? What the what the an amazing uh, institution they would like to bestow upon me for all my humanitarianism. An oh honorary doctor. Oh my goodness. You gotta watch some honorary doctors because they'll take it back from you if you ain't careful, right? You know, just, just ask Cosby. He had an honorary from Temple. They like, nah, bruh. As soon as they realized he was a real person and he wasn't a unicorn, they was like, nope. Not today. Oh, it's the institution, take it away. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I want to go ahead and say, guys, you know, we're glad to have you guys on, especially given the nature of today's topic. Um, I do want to, I want to get you to tell us a little bit about yourself. And like I said, we're going to try to try to keep this balance from, you know, ladies first. Absolutely. That way, I don't get slapped when I get offline. That makes right, sense. I feel like you get yep. my boy um, Maurice all his accolades. That's wonderful. That's amazing. But come through, um, Maria, and tell us your <laughs> accolades. Because I mean, he is also because Nikki didn't do her homework, right? You know, I did my homework. I did my homework. <laughs> I didn't have to ask because I already knew. However, maybe I should have put it down on the script on the paper so you would know also. <laughs> we still learn. It's only season four, y'all. You know, it's all good. <laughs> but go ahead, Maria. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um. So, going back to your first question, as far as how many years in the game, um, it's hard to say. But I've actually been in the mental health field for twelve years. Woo! That's um. Yeah. So, 
not to tell my age and all of that, but I graduated undergrad in social work in 2009, and then I went to grad school in the University of South Carolina Gamecocks um, in 2010 under their advanced social work program. Um, And ever since I graduated in 2010, I've been um, in the mental health field, starting out in residential treatment. Um, then I transitioned to um, intensive in-home, which is your in-home enhanced services. Did a little bit of DSS, Department of Social Services. Um, and now I'm back into um, the enhanced services with MST, multi-systemic therapy, which is um, modeled after your structured family therapy. Um, and then I do a little life coaching on the side now. Uh-oh. Life Uh-oh. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Life coach. <laughs> Get our lives together. Y'all, yeah. y'all, y'all seen the little Destine and Brandon YouTube channel. I'm doing the little, the little show to bounce. Okay, life coach. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's uh, what's I did not know it was 12 years. That's serious. Where'd you, where'd you do your undergrad? I did my undergrad at Johnson C. Smith University in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Payment right. Duke money. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we, we all under the Duke thumb right now. If you got electricity in, in North Carolina. Yeah, I mean paying that Duke University money. So <laughs> them them still the twenty thousand that Biden just and I'm like yeah, that, that that's I, I Biden. They did a little Come, bit. That took some of uh, the press off, you know. Just a little bit, just a <laughs> little bit. Knock, right, knock my per diem down in half. I like that. Thank yeah. you, Biden. Thank you. Appreciate you. you. At least you're a man of your word. Yeah. Um, all right, Mr. Maurice Harvey or a Maurice Harvey. Uh, tell us a little bit about your experience. Um, so I. Got my undergraduate degree, my bachelor's in social work from UNC Charlotte in 2008. Ooh, um, 49ers. Go Niners. You know what I'm saying? Big Niner pride. Um, and then uh, I went down to South Carolina as well, but I went to Winthrop University in 2013. Okay. I graduated with my uh, MSW. Um, I actually been in mental health since 2006. Um, I started working in residential, very much like Maria. Um, and I worked in group homes for two years, and then I did community-based work from community support team and intensive in-home. Same kind of, again, um, path. Worked in, um, and once I graduated with my bachelor's, I started doing community-based work with the uh, intensive in-home and community, well, community support team and intensive in-home. And then I uh, got my master's in social work and immediately became a therapist. And so I worked in community mental health agencies up until 2019. Um, okay. I time in Mecklenburg County, uh, about, about two years working in Mecklenburg County in homeless population. Um, and I've done outpatient practice. Then I opened my mental health practice in 2015. Right. And then hired my first clinician in 2019 and uh now my practice is seven clinicians six black male therapists one black female therapist and i started an organization in april of this year called black male therapists of charlotte and there are 35 black male therapists 
around the city of Charlotte who are engaged in that um, program. Very nice. Nice, mm-hmm. nice, nice. Uh, I, I like that uh, representation too, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's tough. I mean, you know, I am not in therapy. I will, I will say that I have not been in the therapy field at all. But as a former coach, not a life coach, but like football, basketball coach, even in that arena, it's still tough to find, you know, strong black role model men representation. You know, it's, it's still predominantly you know, Caucasian, depending on where you are, you know. So I applaud that for sure, for sure, man. What areas would you say, um, what areas of opportunity would you say led you to actually getting into um, this field in, in, in specifics with within the communities that you work in? Maria? Yeah, because she, see, she dropped the ball. See, I said ladies first. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was gonna be for the I like didn't either because I thought she was gonna be throwing it back and forth. So yeah. she going first every time. That I ain't mean, right. You giving Maurice the chance to gather his answers and thoughts based off of how about, her. How about, how about how about this? How about this? We go. We go. We go. <laughs> settle the score, okay? Because Nikki K already listen already I'm just... out of pocket. So when Nikki <laughs> K asks the question, right? <laughs> then Maurice, you could go first. Is that fair? Wait, well, who asked the question? I just want to make sure I'm. I don't know when, <laughs> when, when Nikki Kerr asks the questions, then you know what I'm saying it's gonna be your time to shine first. Is that fair, Maria? Listen, say that's less. fair. That is absolutely <laughs> fair. <laughs> I mean, they both professionals. I'm pretty sure either one can go first, but in right. my mind. I feel like, because I'm not a professional, y'all. So, from the non-professional side, I feel like headache. we gotta we gotta even it out. Okay, so that being said, Nikki Kerr only got two questions in the entire show. <laughs> no, I'm messing with <laughs> I'm picking, I'm picking. But no, seriously, what what would you say are some of the opportunities that you saw that were lacking that, you know, led you into this field? Um, To be honest, I wouldn't necessarily say opportunities that I saw I mean what really drove me to the field is my own childhood experience Um, and then what I just realized is that it's so many others that was either experiencing the same thing I experienced or um, they can they know somebody that was experiencing the same thing I experienced so I Pretty much, um, I love working with families. That is like my specialty. I feel like as far as the African-American community, that society has really um, made our African-American families dysfunctional. Um, Just going back to the social injustices, just going back to the welfare system, uh, really separating the African-American men from their families. And so um, it creates poverty. And as we know, um, if there's no education in regards to that, it creates generational poverty. Um, so I would say that my childhood experiences would lead me into the social work field, which also made me have more eye-opener that is so many of 
children, so many families that are broken um, and not speaking about it um, mm-hmm. and really trying to maneuver through this life journey on their own. Um, so. Uh, so mainly you would say mainly it's your, your personal, actual experiences that yeah. kind of led you to want to be the change that you wanted. to. Well, I would say to see the change and be the change, basically. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. I can I can dig that. Trust me, I can dig that. Like I mean, not like I said. And most of my examples and analogies won't have anything to do with you know uh, mental health, but you know me growing up a certain way within a dense populated area of Baltimore, I wanted to see what you know um, certain certain aspects of my culture expand. So for example, I grew up in a pretty decent neighborhood. You know, I mean it's. It's still Baltimore, but I also spent time with a lot of relatives that lived in the inner city, which they consider food deserts. And I wanted to be a person that would be able to somehow or another grow, cultivate food and maybe do some sort of sharing process to where people that's in similar situations could get access to fresh produce and not have to use like bodegas or corner stores. To, in order to get they, they sources of uh, nutrients, you know what I mean? And I'm still working on that. So y'all, you know, it might be one of my, my age-old type situations that comes to fruition, but that's something that I really want to see the change in, in my own communities that I grew up in. So yeah, I definitely understand it and see how that can push you into that field. Uh, same question, Mr. Harvey. Absolutely. Um, so like I said, I, I, I got into social work because one of my... Um, well, I, did I say that? I don't know. I told this story so many times. Well, anyway, I got into social work because one of my fraternity brothers, um, shout out to the men of Phi Beta Sigma, um, Fraternity Incorporated. But uh, one of my fraternity brothers uh, actually encouraged me. He was a social work major and he encouraged me to get into the field um, because of the organization and what we stand for. For me, giving back to the community was important because of who I was in my youth um, and growing up with the, you know, not very many positive male um in my life and so when i switched my major to social work um i immediately wanted to address young black dudes in the community who were um what they would call at risk by definition whether they were in single family homes living below the poverty line um living in food desert communities um gang affiliated had an older sibling who was you know in and out of trouble already um and just going down that kind of path and as I continue to do the group homework and then transition to the community-based work, I started seeing a pattern of behavior, um, a community pattern of behavior, not just in the family, but as a as a entire community all around the city of Charlotte. And things that I saw growing up in Atlanta, growing up between Fayetteville and Wilmington, North Carolina, which is where my maternal family is from, where I live, um, growing up till I moved to Charlotte. Um, and just seeing all of the different you know, systemic issues that were coming up between, um, again, like I said, poverty, generational uh, housing, where there were multiple families living in one unit, um, and just, you know, just the impoverished lifestyle. So a lot, seeing seeing those type of things encouraged me to increase my journey, encouraged me to continue to build um, not only a foundation, but a system where there will be opportunities for young people people of color who are looking to get into therapy um, whether it's to get assistance or to become therapists become clinicians have supervisors have um, clinical supervision have 
um, mentors in the field who look like them. Earlier, you said representation. And for me, representation is key. Um, there's not a lot of men in mental health, specifically in uh, in a licensed position, which also drove me to um, seek uh, further credentialing and licensure and even open my own practice because I wanted a space where specifically people who look like me can have representation, can have a cultural connection where, you know, they may say, hey, bro, I was up the street and Shorty did X, Y, and Z. And I don't have to stop and say, wait, what does that vernacular mean? I don't quite understand, which is what a lot of my clients say. They've had clinicians in the past who didn't understand exactly what they were saying. And so um, being someone from the culture, I often use the hashtag um, mental health for the culture because for me, cultural representation is important. So um, that's kind of what shaped me to, to, to this space in my life professionally. Um, but social work wasn't even on my radar. You know, I was trying to get the money. I was I was trying to get that engineering <clears throat> Hey, everybody wanted that. Everybody wanted that engineer swag. <laughs> <laughs> trying to come through with the big dollars. Yeah, right. Listen, I am not mad at all. Um, so I wanted to ask, um, you know, I, I did get a little bit of a chance to do some homework and everything, and I checked out your website, Maurice, and <laughs> I realized that the better and choose better for you is actually an acronym. Can you explain to the listeners what that actually means and what it stands for? Absolutely. Actually, the entire company name is a, is symbolic. So I'm going to break the whole thing down, even though you just asked about the better. I'm you can you... tell us about it. Let me, let me, let me, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to spill <laughs> nah. so, the So the name choose from the very beginning choose right it speaks of power and choice the internal power that we have often forget that we have um i talk to people a lot about the power of active decision making versus passive decision making right the passive decision is you know things happening to you and around you whereas active is you making a you making a conscious decision to make a movement right so the power of choice in being able to choose what your life looks like better is an acronym um and it's in the color of the rainbow becoming empowered to transcend every roadblock. I believe that in the social work philosophy, we talk about meeting people where they are. Um, Winthrop University um, has a empowerment philosophy in what they kind of, their specialty, if you will, is empowerment um, across systems. And so that kind of um, pushed me to, to come up with this uh, philosophy around what better is. And really, I think everybody's better is different. Um, and so that's why it's in the color of the rainbow, because no one can tell you what your better is. They might can show you a world that they think is better, um, but your better is specific to you, what you desire, what you want, and what you like. The number four is the representation. Of course, if you know anything about the city of Charlotte, they call it the four. The four, right? But it also... <laughs> well, I, I know... I know well, about that uh, tray foe, but I, I never heard that one. <laughs> it's the foe, baby. You know what I'm saying? We out here. Um, okay. okay. That like when, when people in Greensboro get a 336, is that what that's supposed to be? Because I've never heard that either. And I'm pretty local to the area. Well, you know. It was oh, made. the tray foe? Yeah, the tray foe. The tray foe in Well, they call Charlotte the foe. I've never heard that one, but I'm interested. That's because of 704, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, and Trey Trey is thirty four, which represents the thirty fourth ward of the, the city of Winston Salem. Uh, you got to do your homework for real, for real. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. 
So that's the four, right? But the four also represents the four ways that I believe that we carry about our day when things come in opposition of our life, right? So either we, one, we try to avoid them. Two, we try to push through them. Three, we try to um, navigate around them. Or four, which the way I think most people actually handle life is we carry the things of our life with us as we try to heal and find peace and all of those things. Right? So those are the four ways that I believe we um, try to life. And then the, the letter U is simply the the singular you, right? As a, as a people, a lot of times in our humanness, we try to live in a silo island and do everything ourselves. You know, everything from, you know, um, popular vernacular or correct, they may say, um, pull yourself up about that right which is kind of a political jargon and right. from we'll say get it out the mud right both yeah. of them, same exact thing just in different wording and so the idea of you is we see you and you don't have to do it by yourself literally you can choose better for you gotcha okay okay well i appreciate definitely breaking that down and uh like i said before in the very very beginning part of this segment I was telling you that, you know, well, I was telling the listeners that you're a double author. And I initially purchased a book, you know, just to have. And I was like, I'm going to give them the autograph because I don't usually read too heavy. You know, I'm always pulled into different directions. So me getting a chance to sit down and read, you know, at least the first book, I was impressed. We're going to talk about it off, off the air and everything. But I just I brought this up because... I noticed that you you was able to do to merge that into the book as well. You know what I'm saying with Miss Miss Sasha and Mr. Williams. Absolutely. Just, just... <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Just so you know, I read it though. You know what I'm saying you gotta get to the end to know that. So you know how that goes. Thanks. But uh, guys, we're gonna take a quick break. You know what I'm saying, and uh, we'll come back and we'll continue this discussion that I think is definitely uh, going to reach and help somebody out you know uh moving forward so um we and then we can also you know maybe y'all can help us out too as far as these nicknames for for the you know our followers what what beyonce got what they call the beehive we ain't trying to be the beehive no. or nothing like that but we but marie said the kazert crew i like that one. Oh my god <laughs> maria help me out please i don't know i actually there. like that too oh <laughs> my god thank you <laughs> That's three. Would you, 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 you just said, you know, that you out there, you in a silo, you on an island, right? That's how I feel right now. You know what I'm saying? It's like y'all, y'all just going to push. I'm just going to carry all this with me into the next break. That's what we're going to do. Guys, you're having an 80 mile a minute. Hey, hey, hold this. And you get there on Nikki Kizzard. That's right. And our extra special guests in plural today, Miss Maria Cook and Mr. Amar Reese Harvey. Okay, so if you haven't heard by now, Anchor is probably the easiest way to go about making yourself a podcast. Let me explain exactly how that works. The first thing you really need to know, the Jonas free. Okay, it doesn't cost you anything but a little bit of time. I mean, there are some creation tools that can allow you to record and edit right there on the actual podcast app, right from your phone or your computer or, you know, your tablet or whatever else you got. And then Anchor They'll take your podcast once you publish it and they'll distribute that junk for you 
and it'll go across platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc., 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 blah, blah, blah. Now, the biggest part about this thing is you can actually make money from your podcast and you don't have to have any minimums of your listenership. I repeat, there are no minimum on your listenerships. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yo, it's Haiki Ike, and you're listening to my song, F*** With Me, out now on all platforms. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, they can't do it like this. I know they can't do it better than I am a veteran. I've been stacking this sediment. Still rapping, won't notice me. Veterans, nice to die. I'm a swear, not settling. All of my business, swear to be meddling. I'll be they losing eight numbers, is lessening. I'm on my problem, my shit's still developing. Yeah, they can't f with me, not at all. Yeah. Like, bitch, I'm clear of them all, yeah Gotta get it now, I'll never stop, yeah Lot of weight on me, I'll never fall Thinking you hot, boy, I'll show you not I've been on top for a while, no one taking my spot They ask me when I'm gon' drop Telling me that I'm a nest and I'm gonna pop Getting these bitches by the fly I need that push with the hoist, just take all the time If I drop, it's a bop I don't know why they want hate till I get on my c- Like, I've just been making my bands Boy, you bitch better get cream Sheree Jones LLC is a black owned business. And with that, I do quite a few things as far as print production for t-shirts, alterations, custom garments are are what I'm really known for, uh, and uh, flat pattern, technical design. And this summer I'll be hosting a So Be It program from June 29th to August 21st for girls ages 8 to 13. It's a developmental program, um, not just a sewing program. So they'll learn all types of skills that they can tap into to use right then and there for this upcoming school year, how to, you know, talk to the parents and just communicate with their parents. So that's that. I can be found on Facebook, Sheree Jones, LLC. And that's Sheree, S-H-E-R-I-E, Jones, um, on Instagram, same thing, Sheree Jones underscore. And the website, www.sheriejones.com. Cash app, dollar sign, Sheree C. Jones. Welcome back. Welcome back, a hosa pack. No, I'm just joking. Ah! <laughs> no one voted no. for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, since y'all gonna try to do me like that. That's all. My, my kids still love the host of Pack. What? It is. Oh, you're having an 80 mile a minute conversation with Toy Hotel. And your girl, Nikki Cooker. And our extra special guest, Miss Maria Cook, as well as Mr. Amar Reed Harvey. And we're talking some heavy, heavy, heavy mental health opportunity uh, for learning for the most part. Um, and from, the, from before the break, we touched a little bit on how our guests got into, you know, um, the field of mental health. Isn't that right, Nikki Kirk? That's right. Okay. And so, yeah, I mean, even down to the school, you know, John C. Smith, uh, to, to South Carolina Gamecocks, <laughs> the wrong South Carolina school anyway. But Clemson, I mean, I'm just messing with you. But, uh, oh, don't do that. <laughs> no, no, she's representing our HBU, so don't do our HBCUs. My apologies. Oh. No, 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 no. <laughs> Once again, 
Once don't again, put that you down gotta, in the book of no, don't do that. That's, you gotta do your homework. <laughs> Gamecocks is not an HBCU. Not a Gamecocks, but J- John C. C. Smith. Oh, she definitely is with that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Don't show. do that like that. Okay, I'm gonna leave it alone. Thank you. Um, and then also, you know, uh, Amari Harvey is also talking about Winthrop, which is a school that, if I'm not mistaken, is aren't they in the Big South as well? Or did they, did... Oh, I, that that I couldn't tell you. I was there for my education. I got you. Understandable. Understandable. <laughs> he was there you for know. the education so he could make his money, you know what I'm saying? Trying to get engineering th- come through. But you know, he had something tugging at his heartstrings. He had to grad school. Hey. But not, the, the, you know, the, the the point that I'm trying to make is that, you know, there are a lot of kids that I mean our kids and uh as well that are now making these judgments and ideas of where they're setting out to go to school and our oldest is in middle school this year first year y'all y'all help and you know she's currently you know doing cross country i know this is off topic a little bit and and you know she's doing volleyball and this and the third and adjusting and things of this nature and doesn't really realize for you know the life of her that these are the years that you really start to mold your mind into the direction of where you want to spend your your higher learning you know, and to see that, you know, if you wanted to go into social work, that these are some of the avenues that you can take. There's no direct pathway, you know, that you have to take in order to, to if you want to go to this, you got to go to this school, that it's wide open, you know. Absolutely. Um, I think that's that's big to see, especially for representation purposes as well. You know, um, I would want to ask, though, you know, to, to the panel, you know, how important is it, do you think, for people in the black community to to seek some form of actual consistent therapy going forward? Hmm. That is a touchy topic for me. Okay. Um, I feel like, not just with the black community, but we'll get there. I think okay. overall, um, we have to get to a place where we treat mental health just equivalent or not even more um, better as our physical health. Okay. Um, which I think that we are getting to a space of um, having mental health more visible and having it more available just as much as you going to the doctor. But if you really think about it, um, when you go to the doctor, even the ones you just might just go once a year. And I, I definitely mm-hmm. encourage for anybody to have some form of therapy um, uh, once a year, but I definitely advocate it more than once a year, but at least once a year, just as much as you do your physical. Um, your, if you really think about it, your mind is a powerful tool. Your mind it really can control your physical health um so going back to the black community i think because we are known to have the biggest stigma on mental health um but yet we're probably the most oppressed population or cultural or however um i think we definitely need it i think we put mental health and therapy in a box i think we feel like 
therapy has to look like us sitting on the couch um, and talking to somebody, um, which really got me into life coaching. But it doesn't have to be that. It, it You have different forms of therapy that can have the same. Um, so I definitely think that it's important for us to really um, value our mental health. Um, it puts more years on your life you know your peace and your joy is everything to me Um, you have a lot of cancer survivors who survive because they have that hope Um, so yeah I can get on my soap opera box about that but I really (laughs) definitely think that everybody needs to have some form of therapy Okay, and I mean, I, I I tend to agree. I want people that really need therapy to get it. You know what I mean? And I ask the question mainly because um, I've gone through a few things in the past couple of years that were hard. You know, let's let's be yeah. real. Everybody went through COVID with to some degree or another, and then you know, um, some people lost loved ones and things of that nature. Yeah. And I, I personally never prescribe myself to. Um, wanting to seek counsel, wanting to seek therapy, or, you know, to sit down and talk to someone. I did, however, um, go the yoga route and, and for, in the form of, you know, realigning and things of that nature. And it's been helpful for me as far as, you know, being able to, to uh, process grief in order to, you know, heal for the most part. Um, and I, I want I, w- I want to get... Uh, you know, uh, Maurice, I want you to get to answer that same question, but I, I also wanted to kind of piggyback real quick before I get Maria off the phone, I guess. You know, but um, consider, you know, people that, that seek yoga a form of therapy. You're, you're asking if yoga can be considered therapy? A form of therapy. Not a form saying, of therapy. Correct, you know. Obviously, you know, you're still not really voicing anything with with a uh, individual or instructor or anything like that. But as far as, you know, re- realigning your chakras and just relaxing and mm-hmm. calming yourself and things of that nature. And and I think it, it gives you tools as well as far as like breathing techniques yeah. and things of that nature. I just wanted to know from a professional, because, you know, I can ask anybody you know and they'd be like oh well you know i think that you know shooting guns is therapy but from a prof- from your professional opinion do you believe that yoga could be a form of helpful therapy i definitely think that yoga is a it could be a, a what we call an intervention or a tool um meditation okay. and relaxation deep breathing all of that is implemented within therapy so okay. um I definitely think that it is a part, it's definitely a part of therapy. It definitely can be. But I think what therapy offers is that that person that either is just challenging some of your cognitions, which is your thoughts, challenging your thoughts, um, allowing you to see a different perspective. Um, And I think that that's the part that is needed you know meditation and you know relaxation techniques that's really just you know 
really giving you a sense of calmness, a sense of peace, um, really giving you a chance to really hear yourself. Um, but when you're going through something, you need somebody that is in your corner to be your cheerleader, to be your supporter, um, but also help you see different ways to look at the situation or ways to uh, see how you can heal from something that's in your past that might be impacting how you're feeling now. Um, so you still need that feedback i think we all need if you really thinking just in your regular life you we need feedback we need constructive feedback we need feedback to help her to help us grow so um you need that feedback to help you mentally grow or in some instances spiritually grow gotcha okay well i appreciate i appreciate you answering the question for me uh same same question to you uh mr maurice harvey as, as it pertains to, and I'm gonna stop saying Maurice Harvey after why it's gonna be Maurice. That know? that works for me. That's that. Uh, <laughs> <see me. laughs> um, but how important is is it, you know, for people in the black community to seek, in your opinion, to seek some form of consistent therapy or help? Absolutely. I think that um, the, the interesting thing is, before, you know, the interesting thing is, I think that we've always sought therapy. Right. No um, as 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 a culture and as a community, we've always leaned on one another. We have, you know, for fellas, we have the barbershop talks. For the ladies, I'm the, the salon conversations. You talk to your mama, your auntie, and your cousins. So we've always sought out therapy, right? I think when you take when you take it to the formal therapist, a licensed clinician, I think the stick that's where the stigma becomes more relevant, right? Okay. I think that. Um, the black community recognizing that the idea of what happens in my house stays in my house is just as traumatizing as what actually happens in the house, right? right. Um, there are so many things that are silenced and hushed um, within our own communities because, you know, we have been the ones who, you know, enable those things to happen without consequence, without repercussion, without conversation, without healing. And then we become broken adults who then perpetuate the same kind of uh, the same barriers in our in our children. And so although the black community is one of the most, if not the most, probably, yeah, I would say the most oppressed population of people in America. We tend to oppress one another um, in the same way systems have done and were designed for years. And so I think. It is very important for the black community to have a space where they can um, get support, know that there are people that are going to listen to them, um, know that there are people that are going to walk through their lives with them, um, supporting them as they discover what healing looks like. And to your point about yoga, um, there, so in, in, uh, therapy there are what we call coping skills coping mechanisms and I think that yoga is a very therapeutic or can be a very therapeutic tool absolutely um, and when you start talking about coping skills and coping mechanisms anything can literally be a coping skill um, whether it's cooking or cleaning or jogging whether it's going out to eat or retail therapy all of those things can be absolutely um, impactful it's using them as a tool of healing 
and sometimes we use them we misuse them and they can um turn into um negative coping mechanisms as well so um you guys okay i mean absolutely a therapeutic a therapeutic intervention Mm -hmm. okay and you you brought up real quick um because i'm gonna let nikki go but you brought up real quick about you know what happens in my house stays in my house and i just wanted to address that because i feel like that may have been you know as far as as far as the modern black community that may have been a learned behavior not just from our ancestors but from you know what they went through as a as a result of you know their oppressed situation what happens in my house you know from from master to slave you know or or you know from um yeah, I mean, essentially from oh, after the slave, what, what happens here stays here, and then that's something that our ancestors developed or learned as a result to either protect themselves from situations like that, or you know, to to I guess protect the uh, the ego, or you know, to 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 what you know, in regards to protect the household from outward shame or outward you know uh, further oppression. Absolutely. And and if you think about it and I, and you know, not to cut you off, but if you think about it, even post slavery, right. Mm -hmm. When you start thinking about, you know, what social workers were, they were people that would come into your house and eventually it evolved to, okay, we're going to is because they're not in a safe place. Right. Mm -hmm. And so then it became, um, if, if, uh, you told someone what, what, what was going on in your house and it was seen as something that shouldn't have been going on. Now you have the police coming in, right. Now you have people, Move from the home. So again, anytime you would talk about those things coming, you know, coming through the years, it would have a negative impact, mm-hmm. right? And without the right. to bounce back from that, it became very popular to say, "Nope, what happens here stays here," which means once you do that, it 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 would breed a culture of stop snitching. Mm-hmm. And trust right? me, I know about that culture. Right. And so when you go from <laughs> what stays in my what goes in my house stays in my house to stop snitching, yeah. Right, like it's dangerous. It what are the dangerous. possibilities now? Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. It really seems like one of those things, in my opinion, that's protecting the person's wrongdoing. Like I understand, you know, a lot of times you're trying to protect your household, but it allows for that person that's wrong or in the wrong to not be seen, to not get called out. Absolutely. Ab- absolutely. And some people do the wrong things for the quote unquote right. Re- Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. There, there are there are some spaces where it's like okay, again, um, I think we're gonna talk, touch on this later. But there there are things culturally that are that have been done in the black communities for survival specifically that are not necessarily legal, mm-hmm. but yeah. absolutely illegal, <laughs> right? Um, if you will. Um, however, without some of those uh, activities or interventions that people put in place their families would have gone without anything or any assistance or any support. And so, um, you know, it's, it's a catch 22. Yeah, certainly. certainly. Um, so I think that's where that healthy balance would come in and with mental health and having somebody to talk to too. Cause you know, as long as you're not doing nothing, you know, illegal, so to speak, but you know, if you're, you know, you need, by the talk to you can use that mental health or that therapy to see you know you know am i going about this the wrong way or are there other ways to think about how i could potentially do it as you got talking about um so i just wanted to ask you 
you know, throw back at you since you were already talking about it somewhat. What are some of the stigmas um, regarding mental health, both positive and negative in the community that that you guys have heard over the years? (laughs) Uh, So on the negative side of things, you know, um, if you talk to a mental health professional, you're crazy. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the, the mm-hmm. first thing that comes to mind. And I'm going to tell you, as a clinician, people laugh at me every time I say this, but I say this and I say it, I say it with my chest. I think everybody crazy. I think no. this world is crazy. And if you're the only person in this world that think you're sane, then you probably you're probably crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you're crazy as hell. <laughs> Okay, if you haven't heard about the Anchor app, it's the easiest way for you to make a podcast or listen to one. Let me explain. The first big thing about it is free. It only costs you a little bit of time. Then they have these creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast. So remember that mass communication classes you skipped out on? You should be fine. You can do this from your own phone or your own computer or tablet or what have you. Now, after you've done that, the Anchor app will distribute your podcast for you. That way you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms that they have available. Now, it's everything that you need just so that you can make a podcast in one place. And the most important thing is you can make money off this job. And you don't have to have any real large groups of listenership. It says no minimum listenership. So, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. See you there. In these unprecedented moments, whether it be through trauma or isolation, when times are stressful and you feel like you need a listening ear, with clear direction, therapy is a superb alternative to the potentially negative habits people sometimes turn to. There's Shoes Better For You PLLC. Choose Better For You provides mental health services for individuals, couples, and families. Choose Better For You is a minority-owned private practice located in East Charlotte at 3126 Milton Road, Suite 232, at a cross-section of W.T. Harris, Sharon Amity, and Milton Road on the second floor above ETLR. They're currently accepting new clients servicing North and South Carolina residents, processing EAP benefits, private insurance, and self-pay. Check out Shoes Better For You at www.choosebetter, the number four, the letter U.com or call their appointment line at 704-930-0680. You can also inquire by email at choosebetter, the number four, the letter U at gmail.com. Choose Better For You, PLLC, because when you know better, you do better, but only if you choose better. Yo, it's Haiki Ike, and you're listening to my song, F*** With Me, out now on all platforms. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, they can't do it like this. I know they can't do it better than I am a veteran. I've been stacking this cheddar, Still robbing on notice me for veterans. Nice to die, I'm a swear I'm not settling. All of my business is swear to be meddling. I'll be they losing, they numbers is lessening. I'm on my problem, my shit's still developing. Yeah, they can't f*** with me, not at all. Like, bitch, clear up more, yeah Gotta get it now, I'll never stop, yeah Lot of weight on me, I'll never fall Thinking you hot, boy, I'll show you not 
I've been on top for a while, no one taking my spot Ask me when I'm gon' drop, telling me that I'm a nest and I'm gonna pop Getting these bitches by the fly, I need that push with the hoist to take all the time If I drop, it's a buy, I don't know why they want hate, tell them get on my c Like I've been making my bands, boy, you bitch better get cram so guys listen up i hate to interrupt i hate to stop the flow i really hate to uh slow things down but listen this is a very riveting conversation and because of the dynamic of which you know nikki Terry was asking all her thousands of questions no, i'm just joking <laughs> The dynamic of uh, the length of this recording, we're going to have to go ahead and cut it right here. So what we want you to do, because I know you're impressed with it, do us a favor and tune in next week so that you can get part two of Help Needed, Help Found. All right. So guys, stay tuned. Keep it locked. One important thing is that you just had an 80 mile a minute conversation with your boy A. Hota. And your good girl, Nikki Kisser. Right here on Anchor FM. Well, I guess you had like a half of an 80 mile, so it's like a 40 mile a minute car. No, too much. Peace, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>